do in the future is like we should do like a, a historical black person like that person, like even if they're little known, but then also like a contemporary black person too. Um, you know what I mean? Like a modern day black person. Like if it was like Jay-Z or somebody else, like okay, child, right. you know what I, I mean? Got one, I got one. I got one off the top of my head. So there's Mitchell O'Neill. No, you know, real young no. dude, real what has he cool. Done? I have never seen him in the community. I want to know what he's ever done for black people. Never seen him in the community, I, man. No, what has he done? All right, for the record, my man joined a socialist collective at the ripe age of like 22. Had no but, idea what he was doing. But what's that got to do with black folk? Because he was trying to collectively introduce change that would affect black people. But oh, that would affect on the black way. people. It's funny how when they don't include us, they always talk about what would affect us. Well, I mean, they were included, but like it wasn't as many of us in the collective as I thought there should be. Mm. I don't even remember how I got involved. It's actually real crazy. Mm. It's actually real funny. But also, you know, his mixtape fire, you know what I'm saying? Check out that EP. Oh, so that's what he did. Streaming. He gave us a mixtape and hang out. An and EP? Hung, he, he gave us a mixtape and EP. he hung out with a bunch of white folk. That's what he did and for whoa, the community. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He hung out with a bunch of every folk, from white mm. to Asian to Hispanic and, of how course, ma- black. How many, how many of us was at this meeting? I want to say at this particular chapter, me and, like, one other person, I think. Damn. But there was only, like, eight people in the meeting, like, at a time. The big meetings, like, plenty. But like I wasn't counting. I don't go around just counting how many black people in the room. I just I go around. I, I go around and look and see how if there are black people in the room. I literally count every fucking I don't, time. I don't count. I want to know. I want to know where the fuck I am. <laughs> I'm from the south. Fuck that. <laughs> Me you too. I don't go around. Count, I don't go around counting. Although I, I don't really worry about getting jumped because I feel like I got to go crazy. It's not even about jump. It's just safety in general. I'm just like, I, I need to know if this is a safe space, if my guard needs to be up or not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, nah, for real. I realize. And on some levels, I'm like, that makes sense. On other levels, I think that's just the trauma setting. In. From where? From Since history. Birth? Like, from this, well, technically, yeah. He's like, where's the trauma going from, Mitch? I'm like, nigga, you don't read a book. Like, I know that sounds horrible, but yes, the trauma that's setting in from history. No, I wanted to know what was the difference between the historical trauma and the one that, like, experienced since I was six. Like, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> no, those are technically the same trauma, unfortunately, yeah. sadly. But yeah, those are technically the same trauma. Like, yo, why does this motherfucker act treat me like this? Well, well, Logan. If we take it back to 1960, because we unfortunately have to take it back. Well, we have to take it back all the way back, but I didn't want to take it back all the way. Take it back to 1960. White folks didn't want us to be equal with them. But our ancestors were like, nah, fuck you, crackers. And then all of a sudden, we was, we was treated as equal. Sadly, we still wasn't equal because, you know, white people are shifty and shysty. Shifty? <laughs> 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 All right, can we start the show? You know, in the context I, of this episode, that's not that bad because it's like, not. It's really not. Because, but it like, was what's too much. to come? What's to come? <laughs> I was like, oh, bad, like, bro. They'd be like real mad at the beginning, and then like later on in the episode, they'd be like, oh, I guess. So like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're just tuning in, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, I'm your host Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. 
Hello. <laughs> Are you Eeyore today? Well, I guess. You I'm guess? just kind of tired. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've had a big week. Yeah, they're all kind of big now. <laughs> you know, I started school, and that's going great. But yeah. I feel drained. Education is great, Eeyore. My name's Mitchell. Uh, but yeah. Nah, it's Eeyore now. Um, Fuck I, you. Like I said, <laughs> that's what Eeyore really should say. He'd be like, why are you so depressed? Fuck, Fuck you. you. Eeyore. Eeyore. Get off on. my ass. Get off my ass. <laughs> Like I can pin my tail myself, you stupid <laughs> oh, bitch. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. As like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna self promote anymore. I'm just asking that you know if we say something weird or outlandish, or you like you know you find a good point, leave it in the comments. That's all I'm gonna really ask for. You know, if you leave like it, it or whatever. If you like it or whatever, you like the show or whatever, that's your business now. Like, that's, that's <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, if you um, like the show or whatever, you know, that's on you. That's you know on you, man. Um, yeah, you know what? It really is. Because nowadays, like, you'll say something and then people be like, oh, did you hear what they said? And it's like, if I put it on you, that is like... You don't want to like this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... <laughs> okay. All right. I don't... I don't... I don't think that's I don't think that's where we, we want to take it. I don't it's know if that's it. Mitch. It's proactive before we get canceled. No, I like, I don't I don't think that's how that works. No, yeah. I am I am making everybody who listens to this show like culpable and a, an accomplice, to be honest. I don't I don't think that's how we're gonna increase our viewership. Yeah, why not? I I mean, oh if yeah. You, yeah, if you're an accomplice to our fuck shit, that means that you just need to find another accomplice. You know what I mean? Are we trying to put everyone in jail? Is, is that what... They is can't what Rico doing? us all. They can't Rico us all. <laughs> okay, if you're now listening to the podcast, it I just, I feel it's only right that I say, run! <laughs> run, nigga, run! <laughs> no, listen. Um, let's actually talk about some shit. Um, I love listening. I love listening to our episodes where I listen back because I'll be like, let's talk about some shit. And then we'll be like, um, and then we take like the, the least interesting topic and we start talking about it first. And then like, like the dull one, we'll talk about like the easiest topic. Yeah, man. Just like, like I just looked at the paper and I was like, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about something. I was like, yeah. Why do you hate the snow, Mitch? Like, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, really Logan? That's the something. (laughs) That's not a small topic. It's not that that is on everyone's mind. Is it why do I live in a place that constantly decides it wants to freeze me to death and then impedes my progress across its land? Hmm? I mean What's wrong with me? It's not that bad. Oh, I'm sorry, rookie. This is this is see, Logan's still guys, Logan's still like in love with the snow. We're both Floridians, but we're at two different stages because you know he just got here and it's like, oh wow, snow. And I'm it's gonna be 10 years for me in June, and I'm just like, like what's man, the, okay, what's the teach me? What is the worst part of the snow? 
Well, not the snowfall. That's actually the best part. The mm-hmm. you know when the snow just settled and you're like <gasps> walking in a winter wonderland, mm-hmm. and then like a day or two passes by and the snow is like. By the way, I've been here and created to literally ruin your life. So get the state of fuck off my streets, unless you're trying to slip. Snow, snow catch bodies, bro. Snow be catching bodies, bro. Bro, that's you, you ain't, yeah, did you true. not see the videos of that dude and his entire fucking family slipping down steps? They oh, they look shit. like they could have broke an entire bones between them, man. First, the daughter slides down and she's like, and then she just stands there. The dad comes through, bro, literally slips backwards, busts his ass, bumps down. Not the, not the regular slide, bumps down like, you know, four steps. Wife comes down and you think she's going to be okay. She tries to take the smart approach. She's like, oh, be careful. Grabs a rail, still slips down. And I'm just like, no, bro. That ain't cool, man. (laughs) That ain't cool, man. But I mean, other than the fact that it's already freezing cold and I am both Haitian and from the southernmost part of America, shout out Florida, you know, 954, you know, 321, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, ain't got time, you know, you don't do all that. But anyway, it's like I come up here. Of course, I have time to do that. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so it was like, and I come up here, and it's like, oh, snow's fun at first, and then you see the mess it makes, and how gross it gets after the plow, and then as more time passes and cars is driving through, you're just driving through this, and it ruins the landscape. It goes from being like, ooh, this winter wonderland, to being this like gray hellscape of tundric hell. And I, I don't know if looking, tundric's a word, but I just made it up as such. I was looking at all the slush and all the dirt on the snow. And I wanted to have the same feelings as everybody else, where everybody's like, ew, icky, you know? And I'm just like, that shit was there before it snowed. Like, it was already there. Like, it's just on top of the snow now. Like, this is where, like, this is what I think about. This is how my mind thinks about it. Like, this is where we live. And this is how it is. Like, we just live in a fucking dirty city. Like, it's, it's fucking dirty here. It's like living in the South and you have you live on a dirt road. Everything, yeah, you, there's dirt everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's nasty. It's dirty. Okay. Thank, thanks for belittling that. A- anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's already fucking freezing, already cold. Then it snows and it looks beautiful at first. And so it's also playing with your emotions because you're like, oh, man, it's so pretty. I saw another video of a dude on the news, you know, Brooklyn dude, came out, no gloves. No gloves, oh, had his coffee no. in his, you know, no. I mean, he born a race, so he's just like, yeah, okay. yeah. She, news reporter came out to him, she's like, yeah, you know, you don't even have any gloves. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm from, you know, I'm born and raised at, you know, New York City, you know what I'm saying? You know, I love the snow when it first fall, and she was asking, was like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm actually waiting to see if my job's going to open up. Okay. But, you know, it don't look, it don't look like it's going to open, so, you know, I'm just enjoying the weather. And he's telling me, but it will get much worse, so stay indoors. While my man is just, like, waiting on the outside for his job to open up. Like, I hope they gave that man a raise. The man's literally on time. Like, I'm just waiting to see my job's going to open up. Drink some coffee. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I really... Because, like, walking through it... Uh, and then, of course, there is the slush jumping Olympics of every year. If you're, if you're not aware... I, my, my board of raised New Yorkers already know what the fuck I'm talking about. They had to put me on. But, like, there is the slush jumping Olympics that we have every year. You know, you get some snowfall, and then the temperature increases just enough to where the snow does start to melt, but doesn't mm-hmm. fully melt. So now there's slush puddles everywhere. Where before you could just walk across the street and you wouldn't have to deal with nothing. Now there's a chance you could break something. 
And if you old, there's a chance you could break a hip, depending. I don't even know right. how old people begin through the slush and stuff like that. But all in all, it's just like snow's beautiful for like maybe two days post snowfall. And it's it nice to see the after snowfall. The, after like the winter bomb, it was good. Because like nobody could go anywhere, so like it was all it was, and it was nothing just white but snow. snow, and that's yeah. that's the time where people are like yeah, let's go make snow angels and play in the snow. Last like two days, two days max, and then all it is, oh man, I guess I guess the ninth circle of hell and Dante's Inferno was just a frozen. Light. I mean, I think if you still if you go to one of the parks, because I've like I've been on the highway and I've seen like snow that's like pristine like in like certain patches so i think if you go to the hands of men exactly i think if you go to the park still like there might be some good snow still there that also still doesn't last because eventually like kids and everybody ruins it because it just it just can't last snow's not meant to if snow could somehow magically go from like all right hey y'all don't worry i'm gonna clean myself y'all gotta deal with that mess what i think about though is how nasty people are and like Looking at all the slush and the dirt and the slush, you really get to figure out how dirty people are, right? Mm. Because the other day I saw people having a snowball fight with the snow that's caked up on the side of the sidewalk. You don't know what I'm talking about. They take the snow and they push all the dirty ass snow to the sidewalk. So it's like if you take, (laughs) if you brush your house, like if you sweep your house, right? And then all the dirt is in the side. That's mm-hmm. what it is what they did with the snow. So all the dirt is on top. And I'm watching these people play in that shit. I'm like, and like, they was like into it. Like they loved each other and stuff. And they like took their jackets off so they could like have more room to like throw a better snowball. And I'm like, y'all are nasty. Like this nasty. is, this is another level of gross. Mm-mm. This is big time nastiness. Yeah, but I, it's just like, it's worn the, the original like new feeling and happiness that came has been washed away. <laughs> you have to understand, once snow falls, I'll look at it and be like, oh, this is nice. And then immediately once it stops, I pray for rain. Why? I pray so for wash it, it down. Rain washes away the snow. Exactly. Cause, and if, when it's raining during the winter, usually it's cause if, if it wasn't warmer, it'd be snow. It'd be more snow. The thing I hate is that it melts all the dog shit, like the snow does. And so, like, the it just, instead of the dog crap staying in one place, it, like, kind of just oozes around like venom. Like, it's just like. <laughs> oh. God, it's, it's never in the same place that you left it from the other day. Like, it just, it just starts to have its own agenda after that. And I hate that. Like, I just, like, I, like, because I remember where it's at when I'm walking every day because I have the same route. So I just, you know, I know where to skirt out the way. Right. This, this is new. This is new to me. Pray, I pray for rains. Like, I blessed the rains down yesterday. in Africa It and rained all yesterday. That. I know. And it was raining today. And I was yeah. sitting here like, dun, 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 yeah, it's rain. But doesn't Wash that, like, make it icy? Snow. Doesn't that make it, like, icy then? Only if there's a real, like, because the rain will eventually just dry. But if mm-hmm. there's, like, a sharp decrease in temperature, then, yeah, that rain's going to become, like, some sleet shit. And all of a sudden, like, now it's hazardous. That's Usually doesn't I'm, happen, though. That's what I'm more afraid of is, like, ice. I haven't ran yeah, but into, that like, any like, real that, ice. Because that doesn't normally, like, happen as much. Like, it'll snow. And usually when there is snowfall, like, it's up in the sky. So the temp around us isn't too bad. 
But like then the the temperature continues to increasing like a little bit. Rains will come, wash away the snow. It'll stay like that for a good while, and then it'll dry up. But like, there are times when you can get that 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 downtick, like sharp, and it's like, oh damn, that rains become sleet. Fuck, we could slip and bust our ass some more now. But even then, I would still rather deal with black ice than snow, which is bad because black ice is horrible. Black ice is horrible and horrible for drivers. But people die because of that. (laughs) People die because of snow. Don't get it twisted. Blizzards be fucking people up. Driving through snow is just as bad. Because remember, when you... Because you can't see? Well, that, but when you're walking on snow, so originally it's in that, like, powder form. As soon as you step Mm -hmm. in the snow, it becomes ice itself. So when you're driving in snow, it's the same process. Like, you press the snow, and it becomes slippery. It's just as dangerous. Mm. The danger about black ice is because you can't see it. But, like... You can avoid that by like, you know, knowing that it snowed and maybe driving safe, you fucking crazy fucking bastards. <laughs> oh, it snowed recently. I should probably chill and not press it to the metal. You never know. There might be black ice on the ground. There might be uh more snow coming too. <sighs> yeah, usually there is. I mean it's fair wait, did you did like the groundhog see anything? I don't know, I don't remember. When is Groundhog's Day? Isn't that coming up or did that already no, it pass? Passed, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, what that little motherfucker see this time? I don't know. I don't know. That's, you know, I usually, I back in Florida, used to have droves of white people just ready to tell you what the groundhog did. Like, I don't have that anymore. Like, <laughs> Please don't was, say it like that. Oh, my right, God. That is, there's some perks. There are. <laughs> it's bad useful knowing when winter's going to end. You know, and they are ready to tell you. They're like, oh, my God. You're like, yo, Groundhog, yo, Groundhog said. Because they watch it on TV right. and everything. Like, they actually start their morning, their day like that. Like, All right, come on, Mary Beth. Groundhog's Groundhog's Day. I'm not, stay, I'm not staying up for no fucking. No, I'm not. Right. I'll, I'll wait to the next shadow. day. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's cute, but. Cute not, as fuck. Don't get it wrong. But not like that cute. The fuck? I mean. I can, never go to, I can never go to Pennsylvania again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that little rat. No, he's just like <laughs> It's like he made this town and he put it on the map. And because of that, my father and my father's father and my father's father's father was able to eat for the rest of their lives. Logan, what the hell is that voice? What is is it's it's the voice of somebody who lives in Punxsutawney. <laughs> They had, they opened the steel mill back up because they had a magic groundhog. That's, oh really? That's I don't know. <laughs> oh okay. I'm so I don't know. That felt, I was like what? I was like what? I literally said a magic groundhog, and Mitch goes, "Oh really?" Well, I didn't I didn't take magic groundhog to mean like an actual magic groundhog, just like that they was calling the regular normal groundhog magic, and I was like, "Oh okay." I should I make like, that. I should make a movie where like uh, the groundhog saves like. A bunch of white people in Pennsylvania. Like that's that's good content. That's a good movie, actually. Like they they would make that movie. Haven't? Isn't there already a movie called Groundhog's Day? Yeah, but it's not about that. I know. What? Yeah. What was that one about? But I'm just saying, it was you about call being it trapped in a time loop until oh, you get yeah, your life yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, I get why I get why they call it Groundhog's Day now, but because you keep seeing your shadow. Oh wow! wow Is interesting. that? Oh shit! You just well, put you me on because it, I didn't know. I never thought about it. Well, if you think about it, because, you know, snow keeps coming if the groundhog sees his shadow. 
So mm. it's like, oh, he's just seeing a darker version of himself. Oh, fuck. And right, their lives was fucked up and it Damn. kept going in a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why they call that that. Listen, I'm an artist. Deeper Whoa. meaning. I got that. That's crazy. I've, Listen, you know, I'm, I've watched that I'm movie my whole life. And I never once thought about that shit. I don't think I've seen it once, but I'm a professional. I was just like, why would they, you know? I always thought, like, I first I was like, why would they name it this? Why would they have it around there? And then that, then later on when I grew up, I was like, well, maybe it's because like, it's a nothing holiday. And, you know, <laughs> who wants to be trapped on Groundhog's Day? You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's Not just like, like yo, yeah, what the fuck, like, man? God damn. But yeah, you know, I could I could always sniff out greater themes and motifs and stuff like that. This is what I this is what I do. Oh. I'm you, a professional. You ever uh, you ever turn that into some money? Technically, yeah, actually. Funny enough. Oh, okay, you got me. You got yeah. Me. <laughs> well, I mean, as a musician and as an actor, I've been paid That's for true. both those things. This is true. I just, you know, not as much as I should be, but like why don't you uh When's the new music coming? Because yo, listen, listen. How many times have I told you to stop pressing me? I'm, I'm in school right now, it. enhancing myself as an artist. I will get to it. Loyal fans who are still there, I promise I will get to it. I'm just going through a lot, feeling a lot. Put in the music. It feels weird, right? And shut up. Don't be like, hey man, come on, put in the music. You just want more music, damn it. Yeah, yeah. They they I care about your life. Give me get this fucking music. Nigga, I said I want bars. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's an actual. That's funny. That's an actual song because Earl Sweatshirt and Vince Staples uh, have an interesting relationship. But in Earl Sweatshirt's tracks, Vince Staples would come on and be like, like, yo, man, like, listen, we want music. Don't know what care about how you feel. We want bars. Sixteen of them, and I just be like, damn, Vince. <laughs> Real, it's real, real as fuck, and he right. But I'm like, damn, nigga, like I care about my feelings, and he's like, yeah, but nobody else do. <laughs> yeah, go write yeah, some music, right. nigga. Like shit, fans <laughs> are like the worst. Fans are like, fans will kill you. Yeah, it's pending. Yeah. Like literally, be like, yo, get my shit, bro. People get obsessive. People they get. Do. A, speaking of people getting obsessive, great segue. Celebrity gossip and why I fucking think it's disgusting oh, shit. as shit. Yeah, I didn't mean for that to happen. No, but I'm professional. Good. I'll make that shit happen. So the, the question is, why the fuck do people care so much? About celebrities? Yes. And I know the answer. It's a rhetorical question. It's just like, look at yourself. It's like, I wonder if you put as much energy into caring about someone else's life as you do your own. I wonder what the result would be. Because here I am, a person due to like mental illness and other bullshit mm-hmm. who doesn't care enough about his life as he should but wants to and here y'all are people who care so much about other people's lives and i'm just wondering like what would happen if you put that energy straight into your own life you didn't care about kim k being with fucking um shit what's his name i think he's Kanye? funny too i just no 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 not no, Kanye, the new one yeah pete davidson pete davidson who's actually kind of funny but you give a fuck about kim being with pete davidson and it's like, I wonder if you work on your own relationship as much. Don't you think that's more important? Pete Davidson got some karma on him, boy. Bro, I don't know what's up with kid. Like, we that's an entire <laughs> conversation to itself. Because I don't know what be up with that dude. I mean, Ariana, like Kim K. Who was between Ariana and Kim K? Some other, mo- he's had like three other models. Right? Like, I don't, I don't know what the boy got going on there, or if it really is just that he be making them laugh and they be feeling better. Because, you know, there's, there, there is a thing about um, 
women prefer dating men less attractive than them. Mm-hmm. That I like read somewhere in a Cosmopolitan magazine, I believe, or some shit. I don't quote me, but the point is, and so for him, I imagine that works. But he's also himself really not per se an unattractive dude. It just don't look like he take care of himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is this is the most meta conversation because I don't know if I did this on purpose or it's just my chaotic brain that did that to you. But like, you just started off with like, oh, I hate people who follow celebrity gossip, and then you just name drop cosmopolitan pete davidson kim k listen listen i'm not out of the loop you know what i'm saying (laughs) i didn't say i was out of the loop i just really be wondering like why does that matter so much to people because it's like you see the stories and of course you'll read a story we on social media so we'll see the shit and it's funny to laugh at but like people really be invested because like i'll i'll follow some of those threads sometimes and be like yo i think y'all good I think it's just like anybody else's like shit though. It's like why do you follow superheroes and shit, you know? It's all not real. It's like I don't know, it's maybe, just a way maybe, to distress about your day. But I usually follow superheroes because they're inspiring. Yeah, I mean like some like Pete Davidson is inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, inspiration I to a lot of men. Yeah, it's inspiration to a lot of men. You're right. You're right. My man living the dream, and people like he give people hope. He give people. I so mean, you much could hope. like make his like little life into a movie almost. Like you know, he lost a his bit. dad. He lost his dad on 9/11, which is like, the one thing that I that he jokes about. A lot of people joke about yeah. that. I don't joke about because I think I think that mind you, I think that really weighs on him. But he's able to use comedy, and he talks about his depression all the time. Mm-hmm. He's able to use comedy to deal with that. But like. That's real serious. A man like lost his father for real, for real. And yeah. I, I know other people who have experienced that same thing. You know what I mean? Or like who whose parents were involved. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, that's a very serious thing. But it's like, and look at, like, that's a man who's been through something really traumatic. And all we kind of do is make a mockery of him sometimes to feel better about ourselves. And it's like. It's because, of you know, for better or worse, it is because of how he looks. And it's not the best way to go through life. But, I mean... It's not, man. The man lost his father. Rest in peace. No, I'm not talking about his dad. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no. I'm glad you said it like that, but like, what the fuck? I, at first, I was like, what the fuck, bro? That ain't cool. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? No, I'm not talking about Pete Davidson's dad. I know, I was talking... When I, when I brought his dad up, I was saying, like, you know, he would make a good movie because, like, you know... He went through all that, and then like he becomes like the lead writer on like this on like yeah. the foremost comedy show, and then like yeah, he like true. you know he dates all these people. He's like it's almost like the universe is like trying to make up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does yeah. kind of look like that. It feels that way. Karma, right? Karma was definitely like, oh shit! All right, yeah, I didn't even like, mean to do that one. Right. Yeah. That was an accident. You know, Pete. Here, here, here. Uh, could could I get you? Can I get you some career com, career improvement, like major career improvement, plus a few supermodels? Come on, come on, we good? No. And he's like, no, I'm nah. actually still really fucking depressed. Comes <laughs> like, eh, yeah, well, you know, take it or leave it. And what is he honest? What what are the other options? You know what I mean? Right. But like, yeah, so it's just always like. And the other thing is, I hate the concept of celebrity in the first place. Like, I understand wanting to celebrate people and it makes you feel a part of something, but mm-hmm. it's just like people take shit way too far. I despise paparazzi, Logan. 
I don't think I've ever had that conversation with you. I are the paparazzi, despise. are they the problem, though? Technically, yeah. Are they? Well, it's a, it's a combination of them and the people who, you know, see obviously want to see the pictures. But, like, they're the ones who go out and get the shit. They don't have yeah, to. Yeah, they're in the trenches. They're I mean, some of them do that. too much. But, like, Way they, too they much, are, bro. like... I can't stand paparazzi. The shit honestly gives me stress about... If I eventually pop off, well, you know, let me say when, because, you know, I'm a real one. But, um, like, I don't want to be dealing with that shit, bro. My family, I feel like I would hurt people. What, like, like the paparazzi? Like on some Kanye shit, even though oh, I don't so want to like be Toby Kanye. Maguire. Maybe. Just get violent. Like, get the fuck out my fucking face. And then all of a sudden, a body's missing. They'd be like, Mitchell. I'd be like, I don't know. Mitchell, you're Toby the last McGuire. person. <laughs> Toby McGuire jumped out of his whole fucking car after a paparazzi. Like, <laughs> bro. He's a menace. Because <laughs> it's annoying. Like, you have to, you know, you you really do have to respect people's boundaries in some sense. And, like, nobody's perfect at that on some level in our relationships. But, like, these people will flat out, you know, I got a camera. I'm waiting for you to come outside your home. Bro, go do that in the hood. Some, oh, yeah, I'm waiting for you to come out to your home, see what happens. Yeah, you don't do that shit there, do you, right? Because you fear the potential of yourself getting hurt. I wish that mentality was throughout life. Don't be but waiting who do we outside my see house. That's, that's there in the hood. Who, who are we looking for? I know, but that's not, that's not really the point. The point is, is like, it's funny how people will treat people. Because now there's a different set of rules to play by. And mm-hmm. it's like, what if, what if you waited outside someone's home and they had the right to shoot you in the fucking head for not giving them the personal space they want? Not saying that's what I would want, of course. That isn't what I would want. But the point is, it's just like, yo... What do I have to do to make you leave me alone? Why do I have to make you leave me alone in the first place? You shouldn't mm-hmm. have right to take pictures of me unless I say you can. You shouldn't have right to come upon me for an interview unless I say you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean to an extent. Yeah, I get it. Like the only people where I can, I'm willing to curve that sometimes is with police interactions. And that's only because of how the history has been in this country specifically. Right. Like, oh, yeah, man, because, you know, there is they're like, yo, you don't you don't have right to take pictures of me. But I'm like, no, actually, you I'm sorry. And I don't mean like you, the individual, you, the organization have proven to me. I'm not sure I can fully trust you. You should be watched and viewed at all times. Right. But like actor, artist or whatever, celebrity politician, like you mean like just a normal person. Yeah, because that's all celebrities are. Celebrities aren't special. They're people who learn to do something that we all liked, of course. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that doesn't make them any different from you or me. They bleed the same way you bleed. They shit the same way you shit, eat the same way you eat, trying to go about their lives. It just so happens they do something that's able to make you happy because we live in a place where our souls is like fucking dead. And the only thing that vitalizes them sometimes is art. I... As funny as that sounds, but art is one of the few things that vitalizes a person's spirit. Whether it be music, you know, acting, TV, you mm -hmm. know, dance. Like, it really, like, vitalizes your spirit. And you can't, like, that's, I mean. I think the the value we place on celebrities is highly misplaced. Like, it's just, it's just super misplaced. It's not, not, and I don't even mean the value as far as, like, how much money they make or with the cars they kind of get to drive. I think the value as far as, you know, like what you were saying, like how we prioritize a celebrity so much that we ask celebrities' opinions on, like, politics and stuff. And it's like, that's, I think that's the dumbest shit. Because it's like, what, Mm. like, we ask them not 
just for their opinion, but we ask them as if they're an expert and they're going to give us like our guiding light. Like I said that before, like, you know, what the fuck do I need to know what Mark Ruffalo thinks about? socialism like what why <laughs> what, what like, like what a, and he probably has really great opinions about it but i'm just like i what does he what did he do like you know the for like why do i need to know that and like people just they just see that like oh captain america did this and now let me follow him and then now oh let me see like who he's voting for oh, i'll vote for that person too because he seems like a swell guy and it's like you don't know him like you don't <laughs> exactly exactly like, it's the same like that's what uh ruins a lot of celebrities is when people get to know them like chris pratt like people like hate chris pratt now because like He's like he's a he's an asshole in real life. You know what I mean? Like he he had a like I think he had like a disabled child with Anna Ferris. And so like I might be getting that wrong, but I don't follow it like that. But what I know of the situation, like I think that's what happened. And then like he has this new wife and he has a, a child. And I remember him making this post about how like he was thanking his wife for being with him and for giving him healthy children. And I was just oh. like, yeah, like he did that shit. And, I, and like, everybody's like, this is why nobody likes you. Like that's <laughs> fucked up. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you guys follow like so many people who are just like that. They're just real quiet or they got real good agents to keep them quiet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody doesn't, somebody has their phone and they do all their tweets, you know? You don't like it's just stupid. It's so crazy that like it's just crazy to me that like people just blindly like will follow a celebrity for no reason other than like like I'm not following like who's like who's your favorite celebrity? My favorite celebrity? Yeah. Shit, man, on the spot I have to actually think about that. Uh I'm not following Rihanna anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I love Rihanna. And I cried a little bit when I found that she was pregnant. Oh my but like, god, you fucking simp! Let her and ASAP be a... happy and have their child. I want her to be happy with me. Anyway, you have someone. You anyway, anyway. I can't. I can't stand you right now. Continue. Fine. I want her to be happy with us. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, so like, I'm not gonna like ask her. Like, what am I gonna ask her? Like, what? Like, even like. Like just get to know the people first before you like make all your life's decisions based on them. Is all well, I that's ask. the point. You know what I mean? You, you're supposed to get to know people. You know what I mean? And that the celebrity gossip culture like mm-hmm. ruins that, and it creates the it creates the space in that sphere that's very toxic because it's like you don't actually know anybody, mm-hmm. and everyone's playing some game because they know they're under watch, so they're not really themselves. They're these caricatures, and that just ruins any any chance of forming genuine connections that are actually healthy, positive, and uplifting. Did you ever see that movie that Kevin Hart was in on Netflix? Uh, it's a was series. It the one with Wesley? Or? True, yeah, the one with Wesley. No, nice, I, need to go. Story. I started it, but I didn't get to finish oh, it. Oh, my God. It looked this real is, good, funny This enough. is perfect for this conversation because, like, oh, I can't spoil it for you. But, like, for those who know, like, imagine, like, like that was the confusing part, too, because, like, people were like, is this based off of, like, Kevin Hart is real life or like what? Because like some of it sounded like kind of like his comedy, but it was like, if this is based off of Kevin Hart, like what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because like, no, it's it's a dark ass story. It's a real dark story. And it's like, and it plays with that line of like reality a little bit. And yeah. it's like, 
you don't know. Like they even had like a, in the story, they have like where he's like a comedian, but like uh, there's a fan that gets hurt because of him. And it's like, and he gets hurt because he gets too close to Kevin in the story. So it's like, you don't know these people. You don't know these people's lives, where they come from and all this and that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's like, you might as well ask any old random person on the street their, their like opinions about anything. And then be like, yep, that's my new life philosophy. Like, you might as well just do that shit. Because uh. all you're looking at is somebody who had like access to a camera. You know what I mean? Like... Somebody thought they looked good enough to be in front of a camera, and then they put them there. That's the end. End That's of it. discussion. End of story. Goodbye. It's not like they Good don't day. have talent. Like, Yeah, no one's saying that. No, it's, it's, but they have talent for what they do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not trusting Mark Ruffalo to, to run the country. Nor should you. That's not what he wants to do. I know. It's just... Not what he trained himself. I gotta to. stop bringing up Mark Ruffalo. Like I that. know you, you at least like four times now. I think it's because sometimes he do be in political posts and it's just they're not bad. They're just annoying. It's just like <laughs> it's like Mark. God damn it, Mark! I just Shut I need up. you as the Hulk, please. Uh, yeah, just go back to being green. Damn, <laughs> or do a rom a rom com again. You know. He used to do all of those. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What is he? Because I can't, I can't see him as anything but the Hulk now. And it's like he's actually like. You remember he actor. was in that one with Reese Witherspoon, and she was a ghost, and like he had to like, I don't know, fuck her back alive or some shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. I was like, what? Oh, I hope they didn't get that on film. That'd be really strange. <laughs> That'd be really strange. <laughs> like and sick. Like no. the fuck. <laughs> I mean, I should have said that first, but I was like, oh. No, like, her character was, like, in a, like, I, I don't know if I want to spoil this for people, but, like, her character was, like, in a coma or something, but she was also a ghost, so it was all really weird, and, like, he was the only one that could, like, see her, except for, like, uh, Napoleon Dynamite was also in that film, whatever his name is, and, like, he could also see him, so. Whatever. I forgot his name too. I was like, "Oh shit, what is his name, bro?" <laughs> so Mark Ruffalo and Napoleon Dynamite and Reese Witherspoon were in a movie, <laughs> and nice. they all were trying to make sure that Reese Witherspoon got back to life. But in the meantime, Mark Ruffalo was falling in love with her ghost. So yeah, there was that. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds sounds like some shit Hollywood would do. All right. Yeah. Moving on. So. I wanted to do <laughs> I wanted to do a quick spotlight because it is black history. Um, nothing too big. Wanted to put you guys on to a fellow by the name of Joseph N. Jackson, born in 1929, who holds about like six or so US patents for telecommunications and fertility prediction inventions. So this is the guy who was the forerunner for the wireless TV remote control. So anytime you're using your remote control, our good old friend Joseph N. Jackson helped that process run along because before uh, remote controls used to be wired to the TV and he was the one who started mm. creating patents to, to start having wireless remotes. And then as well as, um, I believe he called it, give me one second, he called it, da, da, da. yes, I'm looking now, sue me if you want. Protocon was a company he was working for that he founded. 
Oh, excuse me, he founded, and they launched to distribute the Telecommander, which is like the forerunner to the V-chip in televisions that allows you to control what people see. So like um, the child blocks and stuff like that. Oh, oh, he's that the one that awesome. did that. Yeah, yeah. And I know you might be upset about that. Your little old misbehaved. self has a bone to pick with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your like 21-year-old self is like, hmm. Wonder if I'll do that to my kids. In any case, he's the one who allows for that to happen. He started um, the wireless remote control. Also helped in terms of fidelity prediction. So, you know, when you're peeing on that stick, Joseph N. Jackson was also the one who was getting technologies like that founded and started. So shout out to Joseph N. Jackson, who I believe may also still be alive. I'm not seeing anything in terms related to his death. He was born in 1929. I don't feel like doing the math, so he would be really old now, but apparently from what I'm seeing, he's still alive, or he, he could have passed. But in any case, Joseph N. Jackson, thank you for your contribution to America. Oh, wow. For real, for real. You really made things like a lot world. more convenient. Like everybody yeah. uses a remote control. Yeah, everybody yeah. uses a remote control. Everybody uses, you know, something to predict. You want to take a pregnancy test? Joseph N. Jackson helped start that as well. Thank That's you, Joseph cool. N. Jackson. Yeah, it is. Look Thank up. you for that, Mitch. You're welcome. Black um, History Month, cause I'm black, y'all. And all right, I don't want to do the full thing again. But, <laughs> but yeah. I feel like I should. So have it, the, I don't know if I would get flagged for having that sound. I don't know. Show, you like, might. Real that one, that one's like, real, real noticeable. I feel like I could do like three seconds. We'll do it. Yeah, next a week. quick one. Yeah, quick one. Quick one. Quick one. But Anyways. yeah, and and I I did that specifically because it because it isn't just about talking about the civil rights leaders. Let's talk about right, the exactly. other people who've who've helped so much. Um. Speaking of Joe's. Oh, don't. Wow. How dare yeah. you? But go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. We do have to talk about so, it. So last week we talked about Spotify and their little woes when it comes to Joe Rogan spreading a bunch of misinformation uh, about things like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and we made fun of it a little bit. Because the person who kicked it off was Neil Young, and we we had a good laugh and we had a good time <laughs> about that. And you know what? I don't really take back anything. Shout I out said. to Neil Young. Shout out to Neil Young <laughs> because the man, you know, for whatever reason, the man stands for something. That's he all stood I'm saying. For something, he started a movement because I, I'm still not sure what music you made, and I need to go give it a listen. But man stands for something. I respect it. It was enough for a bunch of other celebrities to be like, "Well, we are also taking our things off of Spotify until Joe Rogan is cast off of Spotify forever." And I think that is. I think it's insane, but I think it's kind of cool, but I also think it's kind of insane because <laughs> now, like, every celebrity that, like, has, like, their music on Spotify, they're, like, at war with both Joe Rogan and Spotify. And Spotify yeah. has invested a lot into, like, Joe Rogan. They gave him, like, a $100 million deal to do his podcast exclusively on their platform. And it's really crazy because that makes him, like, you know, the top podcast on their platform, which he already he is. Yeah, for now. Coming for that spot, Joe. It's like we're just like in the shadow, chilling. Eyes there, just like oh, it's gonna be like yeah, this is all according to plan. This was us, Joe, all along. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Rogan's gonna sue the shit out of me. I'm be like, all right, with what money? Like, (laughs) 
you'll never see it, Joe, because I don't have it. Like, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> Perks of being broke. Uh, <laughs> Execute poor podcast protocol. Poor podcast protocol. <laughs> um, no, let me be serious. Because everybody's talking about Joe Rogan. They're talking about all the COVID misinformation he puts on Spotify. And Spotify... Uh, as a response, like released all their information about like, you know, what you can and cannot say about COVID and other diseases and stuff. And that was really not really anything to like help the situation because like they had those rules in place the whole time. And even though they had those rules in place the whole time, it's kind of funny that they had those rules in place that like, you're not allowed to say like, uh, you're not allowed to spread misinformation like uh, like the vaccines will cause death um, or like the vaccines will, um, I don't know, give you a third nut or something. I don't know. But like it's like <laughs> Joe Rogan and all of his little conspiracy theorists have been doing this for like months on end. And they've like literally violated every one of the terms that like Spotify said you're not allowed to do, you know. Um, and so I just think of, I just think about that because Spotify with their full chest said to Neil Young just a week or a couple of weeks ago, you know, like, fuck you. Like, we're not going to lose Joe Rogan over, over you. Right. And then now everybody's like coming after this. And then the most, the most interesting one to me, the most interesting celebrity to like come against a Joe Rogan was India Ari. Which is the most influential you ask me, but that's a name yes. we all know. And we have a clip of some of the things India Ari has said about uh, Joe Rogan and why she's leaving Spotify because everybody's leaving Spotify because of the misinformation, but she brings up a good point. So I'm going to play the clip right now of Miss India Ari hey talking. I want to leave a short message here about why I decided to, why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. So check this out. No white people. It says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay, I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. Let me pause for a second. I just want to explain that this is Indiari, like explaining why she wants to leave Spotify and also explaining that if the reason she wants to leave Spotify is because of Joe, Joe Rogan, that this is why because of Joe Rogan that she's leaving Spotify. She's playing a clip herself. So this is very meta. It's we're we're playing a clip of somebody who else is playing a clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she's playing a clip of something Joe Rogan has said in the past. So he takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're gonna see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We 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 walked in the door and there was no white people. It says, okay, take I empathize with the people who are leaving for the COVID disinformation reasons, and I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So mm. as an artist who builds Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. True. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Also true. She's making like three different points and they're all like giant points. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's not, she's not just saying that like Spotify won't 
pay anybody. She's saying that Spotify doesn't pay anybody, but if they were paying somebody, they were going to pay somebody like Joe Rogan, who says stuff like this on his podcast. Um, My man said I walked into Planet of the Apes. Describing, yeah, describing some area or some party he went to. Some predominantly black function or something? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. And saying that, and you you can tell that's what he meant because he said there's no white people. There was no white people there. And so, like, when he goes there, we walked into, Jesus Christ. It's just a lot even for me to, like, yeah, that's like, back. You know what I mean? That's, like, a lot, bro. It's you a lot. All that. Like, I was watching the clip, and then it was just, like, I've seen clips of Joe Rogan do shit like this before. And I didn't notice, like, how used to it I got because, like, me trying to, like, go through it myself and, like, just, like, be like, whoa, what the fuck am I saying? You know what I mean? So it's just, like, and he had other people in the clip. And one of the people he had was, like, uh, comedian Joey Diaz. And, like, he just kind of, like, when he, when he heard Joe, like, start talking like that, he kind of, like, just, like, dipped out of frame. Like, he tried to move his whole body out of the frame. He's a big guy. And he tried to move his whole body like out of the frame of the camera. And it was just like, even he thought, even the person that he had on thought like, this is way too much. What the fuck is going on? You know? And let me run it back. Of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. Just take me off. I also like how she said that, you know, she respects his freedom of speech, but she also has freedom of speech as well. So he can say whatever he wants to say, but this is also her saying whatever she wants to say. And I That's like where that I'm too. At. And I know that uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, surprised that my statements were picked up because I thought People weren't really going to listen to me because that's what I'm the kind of that's what I'm used to from the industry. But I'm glad that I am being heard. And for that reason, I want to clarify my statements again. This is why. Watch this. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, I already said nigger. He is just I just want to preface. This is Joe Rogan saying the N word like a lot. And it's a lot. It's a it's a lot. So like it's not exactly in context, but there's so many. Yes, that's the other part. We'll get to that part, but like, if you want to skip ahead, I don't blame you. So just like nigger, nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger, but starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially word nigger. That's our nigger about niggers. He says nigger guy a nigger, and then our niggers start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. See nigger word nigger. Say nigger, and he could say nigger. This is a lot, right? It's a lot of niggers. So we know how social media can be. Things can be doctored. People are taken out of context. It's happened to me many times. However, I want to be clear. In no uncertain terms, where I stand on this is that. He shouldn't even be uttering the word. She's absolutely Don't even right. say it under any context. Don't say it. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So it's not just the misinformation of COVID, which is bad enough and does get people killed. But, like, 
is not even like what are the redeeming qualities here? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't come to defense today, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> uh, my client, I, I don't know. I just that you know what actually not even really my client. I don't know what I'm doing here, but um, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave. And uh, Your Honor, you and your wife folk can can deal with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna step outside. Make sure I don't shoot nobody. I didn't That's say that. Just... It's a lot. It's a it's lot, lot for me, bro. It's a lot so for me many. to like even like I don't know. I feel weird about it. I well, see, that's the thing because it's like. So the word nigger is a word. The reason we don't like hearing it in society, both we as black people and the rest of Americans who also genuinely don't enjoy hearing the word unless you're full-on racist or an asshole. Like Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan is because, like, there's such a horrible history. Even we as black people amongst each other have the conversation sometimes about even the utilization of the word nigga. You know what I'm saying? And for Mm -hmm. him to just, like... He's and he's trying to use it like you know, hey, I'm I'm just an intellectual, you know, using a word, and it's like, no, you fucking asshole, you know the history of that word and why saying it, but you know you can also get a rise out of people for for being so brazen in its use. Yeah, that's so the it's thing like, because on, it's not like Joe Rogan makes his money or his career off of being politically like politically correct or exactly. woke or anything. Like he makes his career basically off of being the opposite of that a lot of the time, and like uh, that's what his fans find to be, I guess, authentic or whatever. And that's what you know. A lot of the people who listen to him, like I guess, like about him, but like. The person himself, I feel like, is barely worth defending, even with like some type of weird freedom of speech type of argument. And I don't understand a lot of the freedom of speech arguments that surround Joe Rogan when it comes to like the COVID thing. Because I think that if you become like a like a, a literal public health risk, I don't think you're just talking in terms of free speech anymore. Like mm. Like, that's why you can't say fire in, like, a public setting without there being actual fires because you cause a panic and people's lives then become in danger. So it's not anything that's necessarily, to me, any different than, like, endangering people's lives when you're giving them information that makes them sicker, makes them, uh, and puts their lives and their bodies in danger. You know what I mean? And so, like... I think the take is interesting from her that, you know, she's like, to me, I don't know if this is what she's trying to say, but for me, when I listen to it, it's like, you guys were okay to sign this person like this since the beginning, you know, like this is way before any COVID misinformation. This is way before he decided to bring conspiracy theorists and all these people on his show, which he always has had conspiracy theorists on his show. That's not a new thing, but it's just that the, the fact that there's nothing sacred, that nothing like really matters, that there's this attitude that like you can say whatever you want and do whatever you want. And then, you know, like if somebody says anything against it, you're just being too sensitive or like mm-hmm. you're being like 
this, that, and the third, when like these things are things that maybe they don't matter to you and we can see why, because this is your views and this is how you talk about people and this is the way you feel. But like they matter to the person that you're hurting, you know, and that's the point. You know what I mean? So what does your free speech have to do with this? What does what what does it have to do with anything? Is like like how strong is this argument for free speech? As we like, even as somebody who's talking on a platform where it's a talking platform, it's like do you have no responsibility to what you do and say, especially when you have the amount of people who listen to you, listen to you. You know what I mean? And I've heard people say like, you know, well, if Spotify were to take uh, Joe Rogan off of Spotify, uh, he would still have the most popular podcasts in the world. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But does Spotify really want to be the $100 million sponsor of somebody like that? Apparently, yes. Like, that's a big investment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, apparently, yes. That I mean, that says a lot then. You know, that says a lot that you have somebody who talks like this about people and this, and that, you know, they, they potentially kill off your own customers and you're okay with it because, you know, he makes you money or makes you the money that you think you're, you should get from him or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I just wanted to share that with people because that was an update of something we had already done and already said. Um, but yeah, that that's that's what's going on in the world, if you didn't know. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you now know, you know. <laughs> nigga. Just don't be Joe Rogan saying that. <laughs> um, I did want to talk about uh, perfection culture and how... Was that one? I thought yeah, you had it was. Yeah, yeah. I said that at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was one that we actually planned to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. All right, well. No, I wanted to talk about uh, perfection culture and how uh, we're too focused on being perfect a lot of the time. And I've said things like this similar in the past, but it's just something that I always constantly think about is that, you know. You're about to learn something really interesting about me in a moment, Logan. Okay. Please continue. What I was thinking about is like even like the phrase like practice makes makes perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's like why do we always strive like we're always striving for perfect, we're always striving for perfect, which is literally an impossible goal. You can't have perfect. Like there is you can be accurate, but you can't be perfect. You know what I mean? Like even if you become really good at math, you're still going to fuck up in your pursuit of like arithmetic or whatever, like you're still going to fuck it up. Like it's going to happen. So this idea that, Oh, did you drop out? No, no, no. I'm here. I'm just, oh. um, yeah. Why is your camera blurry? Yeah. 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 You know, um, I hate when it does that. Well, you know, it's fucking annoying. I don't know. We'll get you a better camera. It's okay. Just, all right, shut up. Just keep going. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, that reminds me. I got a Christmas present waiting for you. Um, I do. It's a good I one. Know. You'll just, like it. Just, just keep going. Anyways, listen. Uh, it makes me think about like we teach so much for like the A and for like you know like achievement, but we don't teach for like progress, which is like you know I think progress is more impor- important than perfection because progress is the 
thing that actually makes you better and it actually gives you something to always strive for like you can never attain uh per- perfection just like you can never truly obtain uh progress but you can uh, obtain the illusion of perfection which is like you become really really great at something and you become and you believe that you will never get any better than that and that causes you to quit you know what i mean hmm hmm Damn, you're doing a lot. That is all true, though. Yeah, because it does kind of get to that point. The only thing I was going to say is, funny enough, I'm the motherfucker who, like, I would literally, because a lot of people are like, yeah, perfection's boring. And I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I think I'd I'd rather take boring. I wish we could have perfect and boring because, you know, imperfect and whatever the fuck are we doing does not put me in, in a good place right now. But what, are you, what would you do after perfection? Like, what is the goal? Chill. That's the thing. That's everyone's horrible. like, yo, everyone's like, yo, yo, go get a goal, go find this. And I'm like, if I'm chilling in perfection and I'm capable of doing things to a level of perfection, I actually think I'll just sit in this state of bliss and relax and not feel like some panicked fucking evolved ape who wants to kill himself at points in time and then all the other rest of the time when he's not doing that, thank God, is finding reasons and meanings to be happy. You know what I mean? To, That's where I'm at in my life. But to, I'm not saying for anyone else to be there. That's just where I'm at. To take one of your phrases. Ooh, one of mine. Yeah. Which and one flip is, it which, back on you. I want to say that that is just a part of your conditioning that you feel that way. And that is just a, a, a result oh, of that. Oh, mm-hmm. I yes. think you misused it. Because no. the conditioning has me where I currently am. And I'm, I've taken this viewpoint because I've looked at where I currently am off mm-hmm. of the way I've been conditioned to be. Because the conditioning does go, and I don't think you realize that. And I'm not, mind you, this isn't, this isn't a, a debate for me right now. This isn't a no, yeah. you're right or wrong thing. It's just that the conditioning actually goes, hey, you're imperfect, but just keep doing your best anyway. Shoot for progress. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. It's just like... I'm like, wow, I'm so sick of this shit. But who's conditioned you to do that? That's, you don't realize it, unfortunately, because there's a positive and negative, but that's actually society. Because society needs you working, first and foremost. That's a different discussion, technically, but society needs you working. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're like, yo, what are we working towards? Mm -hmm. And we get get down because we'll do something and we don't, we may not do it to a level that is satisfying to a consumer or in past time, it will be satisfying to a king, you know what I mean? Or, or, or leaders and stuff now. And so we get we get down, we get down about that, but we keep working. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, if, mind you, if instead of continuing to working, the fact that you couldn't be perfect made you stop altogether. Now, wouldn't it be... That does in, happen, though. Does happen, but wouldn't it be in a society's best interest... To find a way to keep you moving, though you couldn't reach perfection, so that you didn't stop working? I think, yes. I think that is in society's best interest, but I don't think that's necessarily now, a not, negative thing because. Well, I don't think it's a negative thing to be productive for the community that surrounds you. It's a double edged sword. I think it, it's probably a, not necessarily a negative thing, but a, a dangerous thing that we practice uh, productivity for capitalism without 
ever questioning it. Exactly where I was going, because that's okay. the double-edged sword. Because what you said was, I don't think it's bad to work in favor of your community. Right. Different thing. Your community, you work for your community, your community works for you, you all work in tandem together. That's great. That's kind of how humanity worked in its beginning as tribal societies. You know, right. we don't need money. We don't need to trade. You know, I'm doing good for you. It's at best for the at best for the village. Right. And then the village produces great offspring. Capitalism kind of takes that process and is like, we can make some money off this. And unfortunately, that money tends to only benefit a few. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but and I don't, that's where the the, the double edged part comes in. I, at least in my experience, have not found where society pushes progress. Because of the fact that society will will ask for progress. They'll ask for progression, but they will demand out of the individual perfection. They demand that you get straight A's. They demand that uh, you go to college and you have a certain GPA. They demand mm-hmm. after that that... Uh, after you're under evaluation for like whatever job you have, that your your job's report card actually looks a certain way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to like, I, like even when you get evaluated, it's like, well, you're great in these areas, but we need to make sure that you're good in this area. And it's like, well, why can't I just be great in those areas? Like, why do I need to also be good in the area that I'm not good at? You know what I mean? It's like, why, and I mean that in the way of why should I be good in an area where my talent, where it does not suit my talents anyways? You know what I mean? Like, is there nothing I can do here that is more keyed towards or geared towards uh, my talent that we should invest in or, or, or progress in? We are always looking for that all around person and the person to be almost like almost perfect in what they're doing. And I said to you, isn't that a, and I, isn't that a part of your conditioning? Because you say that like the fact that we are imperfect sometimes makes you sad. It makes you depressed because it's like, well, what are we doing if we can't achieve the perfection that we want? Like, what are we doing if we can't rest on the perfection that we're always looking for? But it's like, well, who told you in the first place that we needed to have it? And that's what I meant by conditioning, is that the idea that we even need to be perfect as imperfect beings, you know, the the idea that we would need to strive for something that is literally impossible for us to strive for. You well, know what that, I mean? there's another discussion there. Because now me, I don't actually think perfection is impossible. But then I get on to a spiritual level and then we're talking like God. Because to me, we're just, well, you I'm know, the imperfect de- manifestations. That, that depends yeah, on what your, de- your definition of perfection is then. Like, what? Do you, how do you define perfection? Well, what, I, what it is at the end to me, what, what and I, it's not like, because how does... It's hard. It's always hard to get there, right? Because how does an imperfect being who's never known perfection even know how to describe what perfection is? Mm-hmm. But what I imagine is it's that piece that we're missing that causes all the imperfections that we're going through. So, like I said, like you know, human beings are these imperfect manifestations of God, and so I'm imagining that that perfection would be when we finally somehow, if that's capable of even happening are able to get back to that point. It's like, uh, it's like, what was Adam and Eve like before they ate that apple? And what would have happened if once they took the, the, um, the fruit of the, the tree 
of good and evil and then also took of the tree of life. Because I don't know if you remember how that passage goes, but it's like God kicked them out not just because they disobeyed and ate of the, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but also because he didn't want them eating of the, the tree of life because as the, the scripture itself goes, is then they would become like us. Mm-hmm. If you weren't aware of that or not, I don't yeah, know how yeah. much you read. No, and yeah. so it's like, I'd be thinking like, hmm, what's that state like? What is it to have the, the tree of life, the fruit of the tree of life, and then the fruit of knowledge of good and evil together? But why desire that? Why want that? Me, per- I told you why. <laughs> no, you said because then you would rest and then like, like that's like, even that is like, well, damn, and you can I rest mean, now. I don't mean like, you rest, take, you, I don't mean rest like, right, and chill in like, that right sense Right after though. this podcast, you better take a nap anyway. I'm about to take so, the like, illest nap, yeah, but that's so, not like, the type what? of rest I'm talking about. So, that's, like, to me, I'm like, well, all the fucking you going to do is just rest. Like you could do that shit now. It's not about it's not about like rest in that sense, Logan. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it as if I'm just getting sleep and I I feel like because in that state I probably wouldn't need it in the first place. But it's just to be in line finally with the universe and not be this self destruction version of myself that I'm not trying to even be. But you're trying to tear yourself up over something that you can't do. Oh no 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 no! I'm not tearing myself over up over the fact that I am imperfect. The fact is. I am thinking that way because I am imperfect. I can't help that. There's nothing I can do about that. As we've You're thinking talked, in what way? Maybe I'm missing it. You're thinking in what way? No, no. Well, well, think about it. So it's not that it's not that I'm sitting here crying because I'm not perfect. The fact is there are actual reasons in my life on this planet as me being this imperfect human being that causes me to feel a certain type type of way. I'm not sitting here crying because like I'm not the perfect person. I don't remember. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. I wish I did. I'm I'm literally it's it's almost to the you know religious spiritual sense where it's like I'm literally what I'm working towards is hoping that at some point maybe I don't feel this way, you know what I mean? Cuz I don't know what it is to be perfect. So I'm not crying over that. I'm mm-hmm. crying over what the fuck's put in front of me. Damn. So I got these bills to pay that I ain't pay, I ain't paying. Oh, I feel inadequate as a man for the reasons that I feel inadequate. Maybe I'm struggling as an artist, you know what I'm saying? The the actual reasons that we deal with in, in our real lives. You well, know that's what, I'm what I wanted to get to is that okay. I think that there's a salvation in realizing that you're imperfect, that you don't have to be perfect, and that there is no need for you to be perfect, that there is some type of like there is some type of rest that you can take out of that, and there is some type of like relief you can take out of that because if all you have to do is just not even be better than yesterday, but just realize that, you know, here's where you, what you've done today, you know, and this is where you are about the thing. And if you want to go further with it, that's your choice. And if you don't, that is also your choice, but there is no pressure in becoming the greatest that ever paid his Verizon bill. No, you know what no, I mean? I, so no, I like, absolutely get that, bro. And that that isn't even what I'm trying to say. It's just because I was just making that comment because that's mm-hmm. just where I'm at in life. Right. Because the fact is what you're talking about in one sense is like finding, finding that level of content because you need to learn to be content. Because mm-hmm. the fact is your life is what it is and you should appreciate what you have. And on most levels, I, I do appreciate what I have. I'm not content. I'm not going to lie because I'd be lying right. if I said that. But I know what that process is. I'm I'm just flat out saying I'm in the state of life where it's like, yo, so do we get to choose at some point, God? Because, like, I know what I'm ready to choose. Well, what are you trying to choose? 
I would, I don't know what it is or what that experience would be, but mm -hmm. I'm at that point in my life where that's what I would choose despite not knowing. Like, Jesus show me what being perfect. Yeah. God, like Mitch, and God's gonna be like, Mitch, I don't know. And I'd be like, no, I'm good. Give it to me. That's like, give it to me. Give it some to me. of the like, it's like, like Ark of the Covenant type shit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, open that box and then your face is gonna melt off. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like, <laughs> hey, man. I mean, the fact is, the fact is, on a spiritual level, well, for me, because let me speak personally, for me on a spiritual level, like, that's the type of faith that I'm after. You know what I mean? Maybe it is the most dangerous thing, but if I don't make the jump, I'll never know. There's a little bit of risk involved. And see, that's something that we can relate to in general, because there's a little bit of risk involved in our lives in, in, any, in any case. Yeah. If you're not willing to take the risk, you're never going to find out what's on the other but side of that wall. is it worth it? Like, that's, that's, isn't that the theme of Jurassic Park? Logan. Like, Logan. Don't, dude, don't use like, Jurassic Park. Don't you use a Jurassic like, Park example. You? <laughs> but, and Logan, that's a, that's a really, really honest to God, fair question. And the fact is, I'll let you know if I ever actually get the opportunity, which I'm probably like it, never going to get. Is there like a better way is all I'm asking. It's like, <laughs> sadly, sadly, I don't, I, the, to, I think I can answer that question. And I don't think there would be, there would be no way of actually knowing unless you're somehow given the opportunity and then perfect? overcome and then overcome the fear. Yeah. That's the only way we'd ever know. I don't, I don't have the means of ever answering that question for you, bro. I think your life gets marginally worse if you're a perfect person. You do, but you don't yes. actually. You no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that as a question. I was saying no, I know no. you think that, but the fact is, you don't actually know. We as I humans, can, I can theorize, hypothesize. You don't have a theory for that, bro. You have no basis for a theory for that. Well, I don't have any basis for a theory of that. You have a basis for a hypothesis, but you because I'm talking theory in the scientific sense, and you need a lot of research to make such a theory, which we we don't have the means to procure, bro. Well, look at computers, like. They're the closest thing we have in the natural world of like something that is kind of perfect, at least as far as what they do, you know, Dude, for their, for I their guess, function. I guess because I mean, like, that's the, real for like debatable. Their, for like their function. Like, would you want to be a computer? Would you want to live your life like that? Well, a computer isn't perfect because they were made by us. But exactly. so I'm not and I'm not going to have that debate right now because that'd be because, like I said, that's debatable. But I mean, someone like they, would say like in some ways they are, they are better than us. You know what I mean? In some way. Well, yeah. better isn't hard. In most ways, animals are better than us. bro. <laughs> oh, he's that's like, true. fuck, he's like, damn it. He's like, damn it, Mitch. But yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. if I don't know if that's the measure because we truth be told the only measures we've had have been given to us through us through like myth and religion. And even then, the the way we get it, we're the, the mediums by which we get that information and we're the imperfect mediums. So once again, like, like nigga, I don't even know. I'm just saying I take the risk. Like, if y'all need the test dummy on that one, hey, Mitch, we just got, you know, God came down, said, I'm trying to let one of y'all be perfect. Everybody's scared. Whoa! Let's go. But <laughs> Let's you're go. not even answering, like, what would you do with it? Like, that's what I don't understand. What would I do with it? For being perfect, yeah. I would only be able to tell you if I was able to exist in such a state. Then why would you want to be in that state if you don't even know what the fuck it is? Well, did we not just talk about risk and how I feel? Yes, but you're risking when you don't even know, like... You're like, saying you're, I'm risking I'm myself have, and my being. No, I'm saying you have, like, no motive to do the thing that you're asking to risk to do. 
You might as well just fucking jump off a building or something just because you're like, oh, I've never done that before. Like, you know, it's going like, into the afterlife isn't creating the perfect state of man in, in the living life. But but no, I see where you're coming from. And what I would do, Logan, mm-hmm. what I would do, the honest truth of what I would do is actually akin to what I'm currently doing. So I'm living this imperfect life. If I get a perfect life, so you I'm going to go live that one. So you would just live your life the same way as you are already living. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just I didn't say I live it the same. Perfectly. But I, I didn't say it the same because I don't know if it would be the same as it's imperfect life. Well, it would be a little different, but... I'm at, I hope it'd be way I'm different. I'm saying, like, but you keep your, you're going to keep <laughs> your like routine the, fuck, the same. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. But nonetheless, if I was given that life, I would genuinely try to live that perfect life to the best of my ability for whatever that means. It sounds like not only does it sound boring, it sounds fucking lonely because you would have this state where you are the only perfect person. Who the fuck are you going to be with? Because everybody else is around Maybe it'll just be me in the universe and I'll find this existential bliss that is all I need. And if that's what what it is, oh, God, yes. (laughs) God, yes. You can can live with existential bliss. Yeah. (laughs) Don't hate. No, I'm not hating. I'm just I know, like, I know. But no, it is a weird conversation, isn't it? Because it's like, it's literally a person saying like, oh, let's go be perfect. And someone being like, the fuck? Like, nigga, can you trust that? And it's like, nigga, do you trust I life now? I personally and- would not want to be perfect. I Like, you could do what you want to do. I personally would not want to be perfect. I don't uh, think, yes, I'm hearing that. I, I find no joy in perfection. I've but been- what if that's the conditioning? What? And now let's take it let's take it up a few notches from like regular human plane to like existential divine plane or whatnot. And it's like, what if that's the conditioning? What if that is what the path is trying to get you back onto? Because think about it. I mean, you yourself, we could use we could mm-hmm. use a Christian backdrop. You yourself are a Christian. I mean, you've already brought it there. Like I, you, no, no, no. I just use it as an example. Than I was about anything. So. Well, <laughs> you know, we live in a Western society, and it's been okay. a huge influence. I myself am spiritually, you know, an eclectic pagan, but nonetheless, I was raised by Baptists. Okay. And mind you, I'm thankful for that. You know, don't agree with don't agree with Christianity in a whole bunch of senses, but I'm still thankful for my father. Right. That influence was very helpful to me. But think about it in terms of Christian backdrop. So. You know, Adam and Eve were banished, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There was this fall, and here is here is God, you know, setting this path for man to, you know, eventually get back to, to God through Jesus Christ. So it's like, you're saying, oh, that process seems like scary. I don't know if I want that. But mm-hmm. now find the separation between, you know, what your life is as a person following a Christian lifestyle and what you want that outcome to be. Like, because that is, that is living, you know, living with Christ, living with God in heaven, your outcome. And I'm asking you, I'm not speaking for you, mm-hmm. but isn't that your outcome? To be Or, renewed, or you can tell us what renewed, your, your lifestyle. To be renewed as like a perfect being after death or no, something? No, no, no. That, I'm not, I'm not bringing, we're not going there. I just mean mm-hmm. in terms of what your Christian lifestyle is, you know, you're living as a Christian. Mm-hmm. What's the outcome for you? It's like, it's like to, to live with God in heaven, you know. Right or or is it different for you? I am still asking for me, once again. For me, I mean, like I've heard people say that you know you want to live a life that is Christ-like, and I agree with that and I understand that. However, I also will not go so far as to kill myself over the fact that I I'm not 
Jesus. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not a <laughs> like I'm not a perfect person. Like so I know. Okay, Logan, 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 Logan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. I get that. That isn't I'm just trying to make a comparison. Okay. So in terms of what the outcome is for like your Christian life, you know, after mm-hmm. you pass, you know, you get to experience your afterlife. Yeah. Like existing, existing in heaven with God in Christ. That in one sense now once again, I'm not going to speak for you, but is that not in one sense what you would describe as like, yo, this is it? Or this is, is that, you wouldn't say that's perfection to you? Or would you just say like, that was just the outcome of the Christian life that I wanted? You don't know, but you don't know what that's going to be like for you, right? What am I describing as perfection? Maybe that's what I'm losing you. Okay. Like, so, are you saying well, like no, my you're life not, is you're perfect? Not, you're my, not. I'm trying to make the comparison. I'm okay. just saying, wouldn't that not in some sense you know, living, living with God in Christ, you know, after you've lived your life here on earth, mm-hmm. isn't that in some sense akin to, you know, perfection for you or no? Are you saying like, am I, because that's the end goal in my, aren't I like striving towards perfection then? Isn't that kind of in some sense similar? You don't have to agree. I am once again still asking, but you got to admit there is kind of comparison there. To me, I understand the comparison. To me, I feel like that's, it, it lacks what the point of being a Christian is. I think if that is your, if that's where you want to go with it, like as a Christian, I feel like you're missing the point a lot. I think you're missing more of the point of what it means to be a Christian and, and, and why you should want to be a Christian. That to live a Christian life does not mean to live a perfect life and it does not mean to strive towards I, I agree a with you life. actually. You know no, I'm mean? not a Christian. I agree with you. But yeah. that isn't, that isn't the, the life portion isn't what we're trying to get at. It's mm-hmm. like that end goal. What does that end goal mean? Is that end goal not perfection or is that end goal just like the product or the reward for the life you live there? I don't think it's a reward. I think it's... I think it's the product and the outcome of of that journey. That's why I believe that the journey is more important, however, because it is more it is more crucial with between between the time you're born to the time you die, like the journey of how you get to your death and what type of life you lived is more consequential than whether or not you want to be at the end of that story. You know what I mean? It's more consequential than your intentions or your your will to become a perfect being in the afterlife. So it is not uh, necessarily consequential to be or like important enough to be like, oh, well, I've always wanted to be perfect and I'll finally get my chance if I just Why did live. you bring up important? Huh? Why did you bring up important? I mean, important is as far as like necessarily relevant towards the journey of being a Christian and relevant towards, uh, you know, just, just doing that. Like, yes, that, yes, it is told that like, uh, when you get to heaven, your, your body is renewed without sickness and, and you're in health and, and like you have like a a renewed spirit and, and you are living in a realm of perfection. Right. But that is a different realm than we live in now. And that is a different life than we live now. So like you said, like you said earlier, (laughs) no, like you said earlier, you wouldn't know because like, that's a whole different life. You would be living. But it's also another dimension you would be living in too. Like it's a whole, like there's different rules, there's different everything in it. And there's, and I am not sure what that life would be like or what that time frame would be like. And maybe there's all different types of mistakes to make in that life as well. Okay. Okay. You know no, I mean? that's cool. But so that's but, what I'm 
no, I get that. And I, and that all makes sense. But mm-hmm. on some level, like even and even now we've come to we've technically come to an agreement on one of the things I said earlier is because he was like, he's like, Mitch, you don't know what that is, but you'd let be me, willing to, let me to explain do that. like this because I kind of get what you're saying. Let's okay. say I will. Wait, to go do to, you do you fully or you just you yeah. think you kind of have? No, okay. I think okay, I kind of okay. get the gist of it at least. Let's say I wanted to go to Las Vegas, right? There's mad shit in Las Vegas. Oh, God, there's I don't mad know implications <laughs> in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? There's drugs. There's there's share. There's titties. There's all types of shit in Las Vegas, right? Does not mean I will partake in all of those things. Even those those things make up Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So that doesn't mean that like I have to in order to have an experience in Las Vegas that I have to do all these different things, even though that's what comes with Las Vegas when you get there. So I will be experiencing those things, whether or not I partake in those things. Now, I'm not saying that you cannot partake in perfection in an area where it is designed to be perfect, right? That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that it's not necessarily the most important thing. Like if you wanted to go to the Palms Motel in, in, in Vegas and that was the most important thing to you, then like that would be like going to a giant palm shaped pool would be like your Shangri-La when you get there. You know what I mean? Like that would be your shit when you get there, right? So that's what I mean. It's like there are aspects of going that, yes, they are great and they are perks, but they are not the point. You know what I mean? They, okay. they, they are not necessarily the most important things about being there. You know, it is not necessarily the most, like if you're striving for perfection and you're like, I would, I, if when my, the way my brain works is I always look at humans as always saying what they're lacking out loud. We mm-hmm. always say what we're lacking and then that we, then we express that within our needs. And mm-hmm. then, so like if I hear a human that says that they need to be perfect or they need to do that, it yeah. is because you have been a, unable to reckon with the consequences of your life when it comes to your mistakes or you're unable to reckon with the fact that you make mistakes. You know what I mean? And that is not necessarily a problem uh, when it comes to correcting those mistakes, but it's a, it's a problem in how you think about your mistakes as like just a natural parse, part part and process of your life. Like these are natural things in the world in which we live in because of the context of the world in which we live in. You know what I mean? It's not like we are so far gone from the days of Adam and Eve, like you say, where it would be novel Maybe that to is true. it would be novel to not be perfect. Like it's not interesting anymore. We did that. You know what I mean? Like we're Who all, the fuck is we? <laughs> I mean, like human beings as a collective, we've done that. Like, we did that. I'm like, I don't, yeah, we're all, I don't remember. Nigga. No, we're all. What I mean is we're all human beings and we're all fucking up now. Let's all get over it. Like people fuck up, you know, like it's not that's not the biggest deal is that like you couldn't like get your like. No, no, yet. I get that. You know I mean? So so back and and back into like the perfection conversation, because mm-hmm. like I, I do see where you're going. And I, of course, understand that. And like that is true. Like you can't like even me myself. Like, yes, I've I've literally and that is why like I've explained what my stance is and what mm-hmm. I would pick. Yeah. And I take the full risk. So I also still do understand a person because that doesn't if if we're after the goal of perfection, mm-hmm. acting in that way would never help you feel it would never right. help you get there. Right. So I do understand that. But there is another there is another argument on that side, though, because while there is the fact like, hey, man, you're not perfect and you do have to get over that because it'll hold you back 
it'll impede your progress. There is the other side to that, like, and it's it's not necessarily like a double-edged sword or anything. It's just like there is a light to the dark. And like, funny enough, I think the dark is actually like, yo, you got to get over that. And it hurts. It hurts when people hear that. They be like, mm-hmm. they struggle with that. For understandable reasons, we all struggle with that. Like, I struggle with that. Sometimes it's annoying, but that's the dark. The light side is, all right, you've gotten over that. Now hold yourself to a better standard. Because the point isn't to the point isn't to struggle and regress. The point is to improve. We all on the we all are on this journey on this planet, and all we keep doing the one thing that does stay consistent is progress. You know, through all the shit we deal with, whether it be like civil rights, you know, the Holocaust, the evolution of technology, mm-hmm. our sole single pursuit is progress. That's gonna happen regardless. So it's like. And and if you don't if you don't feel it's that way you could say so but it's no, like I'm listening to you. the dark side is like hey so get past the fact that you're not perfect we've been through this already mm-hmm. someone way 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 earlier in the line fucked that up for us we don't know if we'll get back to that some of us hope that we can you know what I'm saying but the fact is we can't do that the other side to that is all right now what you gonna do to hold the standard hold the line and prove progress and make a better life for you your you and the people around you. Yeah, that is the other side to that, because we always we always do. And this is just for me personally. I find that and I also think that's part of conditioning. And that's because, like, it's easier to control a masses. That's just like, yeah, you know, I can deal with this while you let someone else set the pace. Mm-hmm. Well, whereas we're not setting the pace or we're not we don't always have the control to set the paces that we want for our own lives and really be the people we really want to be. And that, I think, is one of the, the bigger problems. Not the fact of like trying to be perfect, because that's not really the issue. The fact of we're doing all this work on ourselves, making all this progress. Like, for instance, you and I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're we're perfect. We're not I'm not saying we're perfect, of course, by any means. But nonetheless, we're dudes who've been struggling most of our lives, who don't quit, you know, who got real interesting grit. And it's like, but as we look at the world around us, we're like, why are there so many impediments to us shaping our lives the way we want them to be or helping the people around us. You know what I mean? I do. And I think at some point I would tell somebody just fucking don't because like, fucking and I mean like, what do you mean by that? Try like, like anything, like, because don't try anything. Yeah, Logan? Th- yeah, I would. Because like, I think that if it bothers your soul to a certain point that you're like, I would say, well, don't. Like, I've done that. To <laughs> like, you know, I've said Logan. that to people. You know that. You know I've said that I know that you people. have. I just... Yeah, because I, I'm like, either you're going to do this shit or you're not going to do it. Like, there is no, like, like do or do not. Like, you know, that's, that's the well, shit. Well, that I stand behind. That, like, that's so fucking it's like, mantra. <laughs> either you're not... Either you're going to do the thing or you're not going to do it. So it's like, either you're going to do it or somebody else is going to do it. And I even believe that that's a little bit of a... a that comes from like a tox another toxic behavior, which is like needing to be first all the time because like sometimes somebody else doesn't you should probably do it too. You know what I mean? And it's like getting back to my point is just that I like I don't think it's worth stressing yourself out, stressing your body out to the extent where you're worried about these things to that extent where it it put it puts you in a form of like paralysis, you know, where you can't move. You know what I mean? Like fretting about perfection. That and that was really the reason why I brought up this topic is because bringing like 
following perfection to the to the fact that you your body is going to realize one way or another you're going to get to the point where you realize that you are an imperfect being and that perfection is impossible like you're not going to get there and so that's where for a lot of people i know that's where it was for me even in the past where like i'm the way i am now because i went through my perfection journey and it's like it's just fucking impossible you're not going to get funny. there you're no, not going to, you're not going <laughs> to, no, 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 I'm not laughing at you. I, I didn't get to finish. It's funny because I actually came from the reverse. I yeah. was like, I was legitimately comfortable and, you know, having, having the Baptist upbringing, it was like, mm-hmm. oh Jesus. All right. So it's cool to be like this. It mm-hmm. don't feel like it, but all right. And then like, as I got older, I'm like, Hmm. So now it's like, and once again, this is just personal. Now I'm, I'm like feeling, I'm like, all right, I'm having to piece through what feels like conditioning so we can keep man working right. while while finding like all right remember you're not perfect it's not do what's best for you you don't want to yeah. do anything detrimental to your being you feel it's, me it's not that those elements don't exist of course not yeah you yeah. know it's not that those elements don't exist where like other people have motives for our own lives and they do want us to like make a lot of money for them you know what i mean but like That's true. to me like I look at it in an, in a sense that maybe some might somebody might feel it's toxic toxic to the cause, but like I look at it always from the sense of this person came up with a plan to get on the way on the path that they wanted to take in life, you know. And if they their plan included like exploiting people and like getting a bunch of money, it's not that it, that's cool or that's not like it's that. They're a Slytherin. <laughs> it's not that Sorry. it's cool or it's not that it's not relevant to to anything it's just to me it feels like sometimes people get so focused on that that they forget what their own plans are and they forget what no, their own true. life is supposed to be yeah, and it's true. like well do you want to have a billion dollars too like i i start asking questions like what is it that you want to do like are you more upset about this person exploiting people or are you more ex- upset about you not having access to the resources that they they had ac- they have access to and that they have accrued throughout their life you know and it's not to like be rah rah pro billionaire that's not what my point is my point is yeah, is that, this from that shit. <laughs> yeah my my point is not in support of that but in support of the person like what is it that you actually want to do you know and how would you do it you know what I'm saying? That. And like, how do we get you to do that? If you feel like you've, you're working at a dead end job and you're like, oh man, fuck this and fuck the man and fuck the system and I'm just working for this person and I don't really get paid pennies on a dollar. Well, what is it that you actually want to do? And if you tell me that, well, I would I would really love to make a life where I'm, I, I bake cookies. It was like, you know what? You should fucking do that. You know, like find the time to go do the thing that you like to do, but you can't. You can't. It's not that you shouldn't have legitimate concerns about the systems and the in the life that surrounds you, but goddamn, like when do you start to like look at the shit that you like to do and to do the shit that you want to do? You know what I mean? And like work on that shit. You know what I mean? None and, of those folks. And I and I do talk about you know how you know sometimes that's just not in the cards because the job takes up so much time. But then sometimes I think we also need to look at what our other options are if what we're doing is is we're running 100 miles per hour on a path that is just killing us you know one point or another 
something's going to give. Either it's you're going to find a path that's better for you or you're going to die. Like that's what I've learned is that you're going to die killing yourself doing something that you thought you were supposed to do because this was what you were taught to do. And I'm trying to be like, you need to at least think about what it is they taught you to do. Did they teach you to die? Like that's what I want to know. You know, I want to know, did they teach you that you need to run yourself ragged into the ground until you literally die? Or are you going to take care of yourself? You know? And so that's, that's, that's my point is that like, I think maybe my point got lost into like, you know, just juxtaposing it against progress because like you're, like you're saying to me is that like, you're still talking about work though, you know? And like the point to me isn't really work, but the point to me is like, how do we think about our actions? You know what I mean? Are all your actions geared towards being uh, flawless or are your actions geared towards living? And I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, are you, are you geared towards living your life and improving your life or just fucking living your life, to be honest, because a lot of people don't even get to the point where they get to improve their life because they're not living it. They're too busy taking care of all the other shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, where, what, what makes you think about your own life and what makes you think about how you can get to your life? You know, how do you can get to, to do that? Which is a fucking like crazy statement to even make that like you could be living and still not have your life, you know, but it happens every day and it happens to, to people all the time, you know. Take Back Your Life, yeah. a book written by Le- I hate when Coming you guys do I really I know, I know. Coming to a bookstore near you. We're going to wrap up now because I hate you. I hope so. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Slogan hates me, guys. I haven't got it like this in so long. Victory is mine today. You want to be hated so bad by your friend who loves you. And it just doesn't make sense. Don't you try to turn. No, 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 no. Don't you try to turn this. Don't you take this away from me. Uh -uh. Don't you take this away from me. Just just close the fucking show, okay, nigga? Like, I I mean, (laughs) after your nap. After your nap, I'm coming right over to like give you your Christmas present. Don't you come over right now, bro? Just give it to me later. No, I'm, you. When you wake up, I'm gonna give you your Christmas present. Cause I love you. Just close the fucking show. <laughs> close the fucking show. Bro. Close the fucking show. All right, let's let's get out of here. Mitch, do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Um. Once again, shout out to, oh, and excuse me, shout out to Dr. Joseph N. Jackson. Oh. Yeah, he was a doctor. He had a he had a degree, I think, in business and then a doctorate in applied sciences. So, you know, shout out to him. Black History Month. He just out, he just uh, listened to the podcast and he's like shouting at the podcast. What the fuck you mean? It's Dr. Joseph N. Jackson. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. I didn't want to do it too aggressive, but but all that energy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so shout out to Dr. Joseph N. Jackson. Um, people really, and I think this podcast really, through the celebrity gossip and the perfection talk, really, really hammered home, like, care about your life <laughs> and mm. discover what that means to you. Right. Discover why you're distracted, really care about your life. But uh, with that, I'm out, man. Okay. Mitchell out. Um, yeah, I would like just to pair it with Mitch's said and like care about your I'm life so nice yeah that's that's a good theme for the show is like care Trust. about your life because that is something that i am constantly aware of and i am literally worried about for like 
myself, but also the people in my life. And, you know, since my mom passed, that is also like something that's just like it's been a heightened thing in my consciousness. Like it was it was heightened when she was sick. But and we also had a lot of lot, a lot of talks about, you know, topics like these and like, you know, living your life and what that means. But like this is something that, you know, it's it's real to me. You know what I mean? Like you can lose your whole life not doing what it is you necessarily wanted to do. And that's mm-hmm. just available. Like you can lose your life tomorrow. Like it's just I I yesterday, like I was brushing my teeth and for no fucking reason, my toothbrush fell out of my mouth. I tried to catch it. It didn't even fall into the sink and fell a foot away into the toilet. And I said, now, what what could have compelled anything to have that happen to me? Like, why would that happen? Right. But that that's life. Literally. That could have been I, – I almost didn't go out that day because I said this is such a coincidence and like a horrible one. <laughs> My man like, was like, yo, this is a bad omen. Hey, this is a bad Sarah, omen. Sarah, cancel our plans. Like I could have – like I took a real risk going to work yesterday and like going out. Like I could have like get, got hit by a bus or anything. Like it was crazy. Like I don't know why I did that to myself. And like I didn't have a good day at work either. So it was like I really should have stayed my ass home. So – but like my point is like anything could happen. So it's like if you're not living, you know, like actually living, you need to ask yourself, what is it that I'm doing? And if I and if you can't and if you don't know, like I always say, you got to ask somebody. You should ask somebody, you know, if you don't know the answer, you need to figure it out. You need to find out what it is you're doing and why you're doing it and why you're not happy. You know, figure these things out because you like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do when the neaker when the uh, the neaker the reaper i don't know what yeah, else. i was like i was the like reaper. what i meant the, the neaker the, the neaker the neaker when the neaker knocks that's uh, what I was yes neaker the, the the i was gonna say the reaper when the reaper knocks and that's no, what it's I, too I, late it's neaker now the neaker when the, the neaker, neaker when the neaker knocks ah the neaker <laughs> that should be that would be great as soon as we have like uh, like, like if we ever got big and we actually got to have like a real show. You mean like, when? Yes, when we get big and we get to have like a real show, we could do like weird things, like Attack of the Show did, and we'll just have like a Grim Reaper, but he's like the Neeker. This is the Neeker. <laughs> this is the Neeker. <laughs> but yeah, what are you gonna do when the Neeker knocks? You know, you're just gonna be like, oh wait, I didn't finish. I I I planned to. I I was gonna. It's like nah, bitch. I'm here. I have a quota to to, to fill out. You I'm know what I mean? I'm the Neeker. I was I was uh. They were talking at work. We were talking about the Final Destination movies, oh, and no. I was thinking about oh, like no. how great it would be if Final Destination uh, they did a Final Destination from like the the perspective of death, and it was and like all this time it wasn't that death was just like an asshole and like just trying to kill everybody just you know to be some scary being. It was that you know. It was supposed to be an easy day at work when he let that plane fall and he had a quota of people he had to take out. And then, you know, they didn't get on the plane. And so now he comes into work the next day and they're like, and he goes, huh, so like I'm about to go on vacation. And they're like, what do you mean? You have like eight people left. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, they didn't get on the plane. And he goes, how? 
Son uh, of a bitch. Like, one of them became a like, psychic. You know, freak accidents happen. Death. Like, so like you got to go get them. Yeah. So like, so like, death has to like, yes, like finish his job. Like, and he's just like, and it's just like a mad bureaucratic job. And that's, that's and everybody's and like, like, like taking him so seriously. Yeah, just like, man, I'm just, trying to go like, to the Disney doing land, my man. Job, man. <laughs> like, fuck, yo. Like, y'all, y'all all know y'all gotta die eventually. Shit, y'all are like really messing this up for me, and I I need to be in Jamaica, and I I hate this. Like, God damn, man! <laughs> like, always with y'all, motherfuckers, man. Man, I want that movie so bad. That's, that's, <laughs> that and what was the other movie I talked about that we should make earlier? Earlier, this is early in the episode. Oh shit! Right. Um. It wasn't a Jurassic Park thing. You just made the reference. Yeah, um, it was before that. Shit, man. man. These are trash. I know, that bro, right? Happened, like, that, short, that literally was ago. less than an hour ago. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, bro? Yo, I so don't know. You're like, what well, is the film, other film you needed? Fuck, I don't... Uh, just let me go to sleep, man. Goddamn. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, if you like the show... Or if you hate the show, let us know. That's 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 the new shit. Nice. <laughs> that's the new shit. If you like the show or you hate the show, let us know. No. Like let if us you know. Like the show or hate the show, yeah. let us know. I think that's more powerful than like a like or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, or if you nice. like or hate the show, just let us know. If there you, you like or hate the show, just let us know. If you like or hate the show, you like it or you wanna go. If you like the hate or show or hate. <laughs> if you like or hate <laughs> the show, just let it go. <laughs> Yo, Mitch with the show tunes. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Uh, go ahead and say bye to the people, Mitch. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, that's good enough for me. Um, as always, have a good evening, have a good night, have a good morning, have a good day at work or an evening at work or whatever it is you're doing when you're listening to the show. I just hope you have a good one. Uh, my name's Logan. And this has been the Milk and Toast Podcast, episode 37. And we out. Bye. Bye.